Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Tabletop Topics. Welcome, welcome. Hi, my name is Jeff. And I'm Jeff. So, Jeff, what yes. are we going to be talking about today? Well, so, uh, what was it yesterday? Congress had a hearing on UAPs. And what is a UAP for the, our audiences who don't know? Unidentified aerial phenomena. We used to call them UFOs for like forever, right? Man. So you're talking about aliens. Aliens. Isn't that like a conspiracy theory that a lot of people make up? <laughs> In 2022, can you really say it's a conspiracy though? No, not really, not anymore. Like the evidence that presents itself, the capabilities we are able to uh, accomplish, things we're able to do. Um, like, it makes you wonder, right? Like, Oh, of course. I mean, we cannot, in this vast amount of empty void universe with billions of stars, we cannot just be the only life out in the entire universe or in this entire galaxy. Yes. You see? I mean, there's there's infinite amount of galaxies, but we're just talking about our own Milky Way galaxy. That's facts. So, That's um, facts. Even with... Uh, that James Webb telescope, we're looking 14 billion years into the past, into the past, and we're seeing these ancient galaxies. Yeah, how they look like 14 billion years ago. Exactly. You have no idea what type of history, what secrets those galaxies hold. So, it it, it brings into question. But uh, there's usually like this overarching, uh, uh, what you call it, this. Uh, hypothesis, not necessarily hypothesis, but it's more like a, a understanding um, where it's like, what is it called? The Fermi Paradox. The Fermi Paradox. Um, I'll give you the textbook definition. Uh, the Fermi Paradox is the conflict between the lack of clear, obvious evidence for extraterrestrial life and various high estimates for their existence. Um, there have been many attempts to explain the Fermi Paradox, but uh, it essentially is saying, here we go, that if life is so easy, someone from somewhere must have come calling by now. And why do you think that isn't happening? <clears throat> well, think about, there's two factors. Okay. Either A, they found us, and they hmm. don't want us to know. Or B, the universe is so big. The size of the universe is so big. Like, intergalactic distances completely isolate us from other beings. Now, if you want to say, let's look inside our uh, uh, galaxy, mm -hmm. that's like, where's the life? Like, we're, where are we? We're located near the edge, one of the arms of our galaxy. Yeah, yeah. So we're not really near entire, like, star systems, like huge clustered star systems, where it would be a lot more easier to travel to and from other Earth-like planets. We're near the tail end, uh, the, the outskirts of our galaxy. So essentially where most of the the earth-like planets and where most of the 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 solar systems 
are more near towards the center. So that could be one explanation. And of course, distance between stars are insane. So it says right here on the scientificamerican.com that um, the essential modern picture that our solar system is located on the inner edge of the spiral arm about 25,000 light years from the center of the galaxy, which is the in the direction of the constellation of the Sagittarius. Let's look that up real quick. So, but, um, yeah, but, uh, like, like, um, the Fermi paradox was saying, if life is so easy, someone's from somewhere must have come calling by now. But then again, um, like they have their theory. Well, it's not a theory. Um, the galaxy is, space is forever expanding, right? Right. Which is why every time, um, people have the theory of, well, why can't we reach a certain galaxy or a certain um, um, a certain planet in a certain amount of time where it's going to take light years or billions of light years to reach is because the galaxy is forever expanding. I mean, the universe is forever expanding. At a fraction of the speed of light. At, exactly. And so basically it, it, it's like getting on a ship and standing still while the... It's like, it's like you going 50 miles an hour chasing someone going... A hundred miles an hour. You'll never catch up. You'll never catch mm -hmm. them. And even if you go 100, they'll be going 150 miles an hour. Kind of sort. Because then you're starting to get into, like, breaking the laws of physics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The speed of light. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not trying to get they, into the comic book yeah, realm of right, anything. But right. <laughs> I'm just kind of giving you an example of that's the only reason why it's difficult for us to to get to from point A to point mm -hmm. B in a in a decent amount of time without being dead before we mm -hmm. get there. Um, and then, of course, like you say, um, they're still trying to solve how to um, create gravity or... Well, find the, 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 the source of gravity, the like dark gravity. matter. Well, something. What is gravity? Like, I got you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to get too into detail because then we're getting into... <laughs> physics and quantum mechanics and it you know we're not trying to lose everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this ain't the you. discovery channel you feel me? <laughs> this is the jeff and jeff channel <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. one good explanation for why we have yet to uh find extraterrestrial life or you know witness mm -hmm. other life uh, is concept known as the great filter what is the great filter? Um, the context of the the great filter in the context of the fermi paradox is whatever prevents dead matter from giving rise in time to expanding lasting life according to the kardashev scale we'll get into that later yes the most commonly agreed upon low probability event is abiogenesis which is a gradual process of increasing complexity of the first self-replicating molecules by a randomly occurring chemical process other proposed great filters are the emergence of eukaryotic cells or of meiosis or of or some of the steps involved in the evolution of brain of a brain capable of complex logical deductions. Okay. So a biologist Dr. Schultz Makuch and William Baines reviewing the history of life on Earth including convergent evolution conclude that Transitions such as oxygenic photosynthesis, the eukaryotic cell, multicellularity, and tool-using intelligence are likely to occur on any Earth-like planet, given enough time. 
They argue that the Great Filter may be abiogenesis, the rise of technological human-level intelligence, or an inability to settle on other worlds because of self-destruction or lack of resources. All right, so if you can condense that down um, for some of our viewers. So essentially... In, in simplistic terms, what is the Great Filter, and what does it do, and how okay. does it affect us? So as? either A... The reason why we can't find life, um, the processes in which happen on Earth mm -hmm. that allowed life to evolve, the chemical processes, the, the, the molecular processes happen the right way. Perfectly. For, perfectly. Which is <laughs> mind-blowing. Which is insane the way everything connects right. perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. For life to continue, for, for dead organisms, dead molecules, dead things to organize together and essentially provide functions that they work off of each other to build upon and build more complex, you know, life. It's kind of like, uh, what was it, in Kurtzgesagt. Think about it, right? Humans, right? Shout out to Kurtzgesagt. Shout out to Kurtzgesagt. Watch them, YouTube, solid. Uh, but uh, humans, right? Mm -hmm. We're alive. Okay. We function, we breathe, we, we can... You know, we can do things, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But if you look on a microscopic scale, we're made up of millions of dead things yeah. that just know what to do. Proteins, you know, like break it down to the atomic level. Well, it's like your, your hair. It's you know dead. what I'm saying? Your fingernails. Right. Break it down to the atomic level. You have uh, atoms coming together, creating molecules, coming together creating you know cells and functions mm -hmm. and da 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 but independently individually they aren't alive yeah that's true you see what i'm saying they're only alive because they're working together right yeah they have an organized function to it part of a a, a micro system that essentially expands into a macro system which is us okay. which builds us the building blocks the building blocks yes. so either a that never happened <laughs> on those Earth-like planets. B, it did happen, and they advanced to a point where it gave rise to technology that, you know, deemed them... Are we talking about Moonfall? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. That's you a movie, movie, by the way. Uh, or technology... Two things. Either they developed the technology mm -hmm. that killed them, wiped them out. Exactly. Or B... They essentially transform themselves into some sort of technological being. Being. Or C, they destroy themselves. Ah, okay. Okay. So. They destroy themselves either through war or using up all their resources. And that's clearly observable on Earth. On Earth. All these things are observable on Earth. Mm -hmm. We are just in the midst of this. We're essentially at a three prong fork in the road and we got to decide which direction we're going to which take. direction we're going to go yeah you see what i'm saying which is why you have examples like Neuralink. you know what i'm saying yeah with uh elon the Musk. advent of ai mm -hmm. you know quantum computing so Lim they can so they can solve the world's problems right. for us so. war, war over resources yep. you know limited resources mm -hmm. you know so those go hand in hand so while you're fighting while you're killing each other for resources you're also using up all those resources you need to continue to, to move forward and yeah. advance uh and those are essentially like 
examples of a great filter that could prevent us from being spa- a spacefaring civilization or prevent other civilizations from, you know, being found or or seeing them. Or they just, they exist and they just haven't advanced enough to give off a techno signature throughout space throughout that we space can here. pick up. I got you. you know? So with the Congress meeting on the UAP, um, what did you learn from watching that, um, um, that interview? In my opinion, I feel like this was, this was something that was just, it's always been here. What did they say? They've been, uh, they've been documenting this for the past 70 years, 70 years. Yeah. And there were prior, uh, programs that the department of defense had started up like project blue, blue book, blue book that they cannot even discuss. Yeah. Which, uh, they ended up canceling. Um, did they really cancel it though because because remember when congress asked them did you discontinue the 70 years of research when project blue book started in 1969 what did they say they said yeah yeah we we don't have any updated information (laughs) and you know when somebody's lying their eyes are like moving back we've seen enough movies bro movie is just a a a reflection of real life exactly i'm saying so like the way the military and the department of defense and the government acts in the movies you can assure that's how they're going to act now and uh so so do you believe do you believe that they're basically saying that humanity itself is not ready to listen to this or are they trying to slowly introduce it it's it's like that with even tech right Mm -hmm. think about it before the internet was the internet the internet it was military technology that's true. Cell phones, military technology. Mm-hmm. A lot of these advancements that we enjoy today, most of them were started off in military application. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So why not say the same thing for, you know, UFOs or aliens or extraterrestrial life, mm-hmm. you know, off-world life? It's like, uh, what was it? Um, uh which so back in I, I want to say like the 50s or 60s there was like this uh what are they called it was like mass hysteria mm-hmm. where there was like a radio show i'm not going to get into specifics because it's off the top of my head i remember reading it somewhere there was a radio show where they would play like you know uh, uh crazy stories you know at night and people would gather around and listen and there was one specific story they talked about you know First encounters and UFOs and Twilight Zone esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and when a, a, a majority of the population l- tuned into this, like people started freaking out. People started calling in. Why? Like, because they thought it was crazy. It was crazy. You know what I'm saying? People were you. losing their mind, and like that's something you can't like. You can't throw it in people's face. You can't throw that in people's face, especially when it's during a time where to even think about that type of advancement in technology or the idea that, you know, uh, uh, there's life outside of our own, our own little bubble, little bubble, biosphere, you know? So it's like you're challenging a lot of things. You're challenging a lot of beliefs, you know, you're challenging a lot of, uh, 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 science you know during that time but of course as we advance we see the possibilities we can 
the 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 feats we can do and create with technology um what's like before where we didn't want the government watching us in our own homes and now we have nothing but smart homes right where they have access to everything access to everything. like the perfect example was when the xbox came not the original not the 360 but the the new one xbox series x came out and then it was connect is always on everybody was offended because they didn't want it listening paying attention doing all that stuff and now we have all this technology in our house every single day and it's normal to us because they were ahead of their time they were ahead so of their time, right. i i understand there's always a, a you have to gradually introduce something introduce it's like throwing a, a iphone 13 in 2001 people are going to freak the fuck out because they are they're like what is well, this? actually i'd be like man it's cool yeah, it is cool hell? as shit but how do you, use you gotta it? understand they introduced that idea like especially in the 90s with us like there's so many alien movies. Yeah, yeah. In late '80s, '90s, you had Blade Runner, mm -hmm. you had uh, uh, Terminator, you had uh, what you want to call well, it? Well, Terminator was more of a human, human AI. Oh yeah, yeah. You're you right. see what I'm saying? You're right. You're right. Human AI. Because technically, like a lot of people say, we are we are we aliens. are aliens. Because you know what I'm because a lot of people have to understand this. If we did encounter. Uh, a new species uh, uh, or creature, they're going to see us as aliens just as we see them mm -hmm. as aliens. As aliens. But people don't look at it that way. They look at uh, themselves and say, no, we're human. No, you're aliens. You're they're... an alien. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm essentially. Saying? But yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's like, like, think about it, right? What happens when we become a multiplanetary species? They're going to be aliens. They're going to be because aliens. Because if somebody is, if a child is born on Mars, they're not human. They're Martian. They're Martian. But it's weird to call them that, but even though right. even though they have the same biology as we do, right. they might evolve in a different way because right. of the gravity and all that stuff like that. But they're Martian. They're Martians. <laughs> you see know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like, I got you. You think about stuff like that, and it's like, how can you deny the 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 fact when we're witnessing our own evolution mm -hmm. into a spacefaring civilization? Granted, we're super early in it, mm -hmm. but you can see the process. You can see the future we may end up in, you know. And going back to the whole Martian thing, like, there's going to be a point in time, not in our lifetime, maybe yeah, yeah. in the next century, century and a half. Yeah, yeah, You know, we'll be witnessing wars on Mars. You see what I'm saying? With people that look like us. With people that look like us, you know. And over time, they'll develop. The, their genes will split off from ours because Mars is one one fourth or one third of Earth's gravity. Yep, and then of course their DNA is going to evolve. Their DNA is going to be uh, the the chemical composition of Mars' atmosphere. Their air, yeah, their air is probably going to be. You able, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's say you want to start planting food. You want to ag do agriculture on Mars. Mm -hmm. The soil composition is going to be different. The aging process is probably going to be slower because you you have less gravity working on you. So you're going to live longer. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your body's not <clears throat> fighting as hard against gravity. So, of course, you're going to have a, a, a lighter bone density, mm -hmm. lighter muscle mass. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You it, it might be because of the lighter bone density and lighter muscle mass, you allow the human, it allows the human brain to even grow larger. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But over time... It's not just going to happen like that. It's not going to be like, okay, the first baby on Mars is going to be like this weird looking human. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. yeah. You know, because. Evolution. Ev is a, yeah. Every yeah. generation is going to be built, prepped to handle the environment, the environment on Mars. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
So even in that instance, let's say someone from Mars comes to Earth to come visit Earth. It's going to be difficult for them. It's going to be difficult for them. Because their bone density is lighter, so they're probably going to have to wear suits right. or invent something that will allow right. them to walk it. They're going to have to breathe different right. type of air. And they're... even then, it'll allow them to, in my opinion, I think it'll allow them to advance a lot further. Because think about, like, <clears throat> yes, the laws of physics apply everywhere as they do on Earth, mm -hmm. but your starting point for that is completely different. Like think about structures, right? You're not you don't have as much gravity to, you know, like you don't have to compensate for the force of Earth's gravity like you have to do on Mars. So you're basically So cool. you can be, build larger mega structures. Yeah. You know that's true. you could build better flying machines. Yeah. Better because of gravity is lighter. You yeah. see what I'm yeah. saying? Like so, it's like it's gonna separate it into its own separate field of of of, uh, of technology, uh, maybe science in, in, in general or biology as well, because mm -hmm. the way you treat a Martian isn't gonna be the same you treat a human. A human, yeah, you know, or Earth. Earthling. <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna yeah, that's use, so lame. if you wanna use the old that's school so term, lame. We got called Earthlings. Earthlings. Yep. Uh. yep. Well, um. And like and like I said, everything that you're talking about is fascinating because you, you like you said, it changes the fundamental fundamental thinking of how we as human beings are, which is leading up to my um, second point, which is what does that mean for religion? Because for a long time, people have had a certain way of believing their God, mm -hmm. and now. And, and and in their mind, the way the their Bibles are set up, which I'm not saying every Bible is like that, but every holy book. every holy book is like that. But it literally says God created humanity in its own image. So therefore, if something different were to come, does that does that change the fundamental religious belief of everybody? Because God, that's basically saying, well, God created these creatures in His own image. But what if they're like, well, I thought we were the only ones that existed right. in this vast universe. So my next question to you is, how does that fundamentally change religion for a lot of people? Um, and will they will they accept it or will they deny it? Well, here's it? what you got to understand, right? Think about if every uh, uh, biblical text, not just biblical, but any holy book, mm -hmm. right? Think of the feats they were able to accomplish. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Now think of where we are headed in terms of science and medicine. We're heading to a point where science and magic, I don't want to say religion is magic, but that's the closest thing I can compare it to. Yeah. So science it's will just essentially become indistinguishable from magic. Magic, which is so, which is what is it, Tony Stark? Tony Stark said Tony this Stark in, said in, in Marvel. In Marvel. Um, so, um, magic, magic is, is just, just science, science we, we do not understand. understand. You understand what I'm saying? We're literally like, it's almost like alchemy where we can turn plants into meat. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We can, uh, you have CRISPR gene editing. You have uh, mRNA, you know, which has the potential to cure AIDS, cancer. Mm -hmm. It could be the wonder vaccine for all. You understand what I'm saying? We we understand how to we can create uh, uh, artificial diamonds because we understand uh, m m uh, uh, 
atomic structures and molecular structures mm-hmm. and how they work. You have graphene, uh, borophene. Yeah, you know? the, the nanite uh, robot that yeah. can go into your system. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, when it comes to that, think about it. If some super advanced alien came to Earth, right, and they're defying all laws of physics that we understand, couldn't you say that's almost godly? Yeah. How would you be able to differentiate, right? That's true. What if this ethereal being lands on the planet and says, I'm God. I'm XYZ. Mm-hmm. Do you think... How do you disprove it? <clears throat> That's true. Do you think the same thing could have been, and not to offend people out there, but do you think the same thing could have been with uh, with uh, Jesus? When they say he did all these feats, right. walking well, on water. Even in since the beginning, like Genesis, like Old Testament, you new testament like think about the things that were taking place think about the civilizations that existed yeah that were really in tune with the stars and understood astronomy and mm-hmm. you know the animals the plants yeah the position like the way they used uh uh the the universe to better their lives advance their lives their mm-hmm. technology just by observing the sun you know, observing the stars, mm-hmm. they could predict a bunch of things, you know, understanding how gravity worked to build uh, a great pyramid, self-flowing aqueducts, you know, the alignings of the pyramids of Giza, you know, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And then that also took place because Egypt exists in yeah. every ancient text. And even their strongest crane couldn't lift one block. One block. So you see that, what I'm that is what is still a mystery to a lot of people. Like the Egyptians were part of the golden age, right? Was it? Was, was it the, the, the golden age of humanity? Where it was like the great civilizations. You had ancient Greece, Egypt. I believe so. All that. But that was over like a period of like a hundred or like about 6,000, 100,000 years maybe. Yeah. But like you know I was saying, saying, even even our even our strongest crane can't lift one block from the pyramid. So it's like, how did they build that? And that is one of the mysteries and the the questions of life. Which is why I was saying, like like you said, if you saw a godlike being, because a perfect example is it it's gonna get nerdy, guys. But a perfect example is Superman, mm-hmm. when um, it was Batman v Superman, when oh they're like oh he's saving all these people. These people are crazy. they looked at him uh, like a, some a, a god, god. Yeah, a religious figure. Exa- what was it? They even made games, gods among us. Yeah, exactly. You know these superheroes. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, y- y- and that's the thing, and that's a perfect example of uh, modernizing a, so, a a godlike being. And that's what I'm saying. So like. For me, it could go either way. There could be like some mass awakening where we just like, hey, there's there's something bigger than this. Mm-hmm. There's something bigger than what we believe. There's something more to existence in this universe, mm-hmm. you know? Or it could make it a lot more, it, it could validate religion. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because this is a being. It is. It is. This is an entity. You're either accept it or reject it. Or reject. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't think it's going to, it will change, but not the way that I think it is. Like okay. some mass revolt of. It's not going to crumble society. Right. Um, like a lot of people think it would. If right. they did find out something bigger. We would just 
be a lot more enlightened. I gotcha. think it would push us. It would unify humanity's purpose. Like and, and let us know that it's not just us. It's out there. not just us. And I think that's the reason why we are so uh what do I how, how do I say? We're so uh indifferent mm-hmm. to not really indifferent, but like on the grand scale, we're indifferent to our existence. Gotcha. We're so self-focused on individualism. Uh, we don't see the 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 bigger picture mm-hmm. uh, in our existence in the in the galaxy, the universe, the cosmos. Which is why a lot of the times people always think that uh, the question they always ask it is, "Are we alone out there?" And it's like a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people really do think about that question right because like you said we're all focused on ourselves Mm -hmm. but then if something out of the ordinary happens like you said then the 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 mindset of every human being changes because they're like okay yes we know the universe is vast and Mm -hmm. yes we know we're not alone but now we're finally now what do we do with this information what do we do exactly that we have now because it's like let's say we make contact what happens does your job matter does your job matter? Everybody, everybody on the is everyone's like, fingers is on the news. Let's say aliens come today, right? Yeah. You're scheduled to work at four o'clock. You going into work? Nope. <laughs> well, a perfect example. I'm gonna use this again. This is gonna be nerdy, guys. Man of Steel. What happened when Zod showed up on Earth? Everyone staring at their TVs. Yeah. Everyone stopped eating. Everyone. Nobody went to no work. No one wanted to work. Everyone's just paying attention. Oh yeah. my God, it's right there. Yeah. So yeah, trust me. I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? You want me to come in? I just I'm watching a spaceship from my house, and you want me to come in the work? Get out of what here! Get the fuck about, out of here! Nobody's gonna be. What you want to buy some bread while we stare at this alien ship? No, I'm going to stay home and watch it and see what's gonna That's happen what next. Saying. Like you said, everyone's gonna you see know? what happens next. And and like going back to this uh, this hearing, there was like. It, going back to the idea of are we ready for something like that? Me, my prediction, I will say. Don't don't bank on me on this, but I will say maybe by twenty thirty five, we'll have. They'll slowly introduce it. We'll have concrete evidence. You see what I'm saying? Because when I when I was watching snippets of this hearing, it was more like a hey, we're kind of. Introduce. We may have found something, but we need to let the public know, so they can slowly prepare themselves. So we can prep ourselves. Yeah. it's you like I made a hot bowl of porridge, but don't eat it right away because right. you're gonna burn your mouth. You're gonna burn your mouth. Yeah, and and it goes back to uh, what you said when you were watching it. Every single time they asked them to go into detail, what did they say? They couldn't go into detail. They said, or wait till after the interview's over. Wait till after the interview's so over. So any... In- what, what were the questions they asked them? Well, um, one of the questions were, um, did you continue the program, the Blue... the What's it called? Blue Book or The something. Blue Book program that started in 1969 and ended in 2015, I believe. They said, um, wait till after the cameras are off. Then they said... Um, have you made any contact with any of the UAPs um, throughout the sonars and on and the radars and any of that? They said, wait till mm-hmm. after the cameras are off. Mm-hmm. Then they also asked them, if you did advance any um, weaponry or technology from 
what did you find like debris they mm -hmm. said did you find like debris to advance technology or anything like that wait till the cameras are off so there was a lot of like you say triangle questions they're asking them that they could not answer until their cameras are off so the dod does know something but they cannot like you said well because one it also presents a national security threat right exactly you understand what I'm saying? well they also like, asked them they also asked them are they a, are they a national security threat to us or to any other country and if they are are they aiding any other country and if they are aiding any country you need to let us know now because that's a national security there for us right. wait till the cameras are off they said right because that's something you do like i can understand that right? yeah because yeah, yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. you I agree we have adversaries it's like oh man like what if they're testing something they got their hands on something from a piece of debris that from exactly. whatever they they got say yeah. they got their hands on something they try to reverse engineer it they figure something out and we know about it. Mm -hmm. We can't let them know we know about it. Exactly, because everybody's paying attention to right. that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, ah, that's that's. It's a tricky question. It's a tricky. And it's not. And it's not for me. It's not even saying. Oh, I need you to tell me the truth. They will tell us when they are ready. Right. It's not something that that needs to be forced upon people, especially if, like you said, they know. If, especially if you they know that other countries are watching, especially mm -hmm. their enemies. You don't want your enemies to know what you know because then they're going to try to advance or create something exactly. really fast. So that's understandable um, when they say something like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Um, just the fact that we're watching, which is leading up to our next point, we're watching all these old movies of these... UFO uh, people standing in the street, poor, saying the aliens are coming, aliens we are, are coming. all going to die, blah, 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 this and that, to now we're actually talking about it. Right. So, well, and, and, and we're going to get to a point where it's like, you won't be able to deny it because everyone has a phone. Yeah. There's witnesses everywhere. Yeah. And everyone's always picking up and recording. Everyone's always picking up. That's It's almost like, that's crazy. They're going, future humans or future whatever are going to look back at us and they're going to see depictions of us holding this brick in our hands. Yep. Because it's become second nature to just document. And then now it's going to be Neuralink. So right. whatever you whatever you see it records. That's true. That's black mirror yep. shit. Yep. I is. don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to go that I far. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're not going to be alive when that happens, but it's going to happen. Jeff. <laughs> you really think <laughs> You're not going to be alive when that happens. I hope After not. After all the bullshit you've done seen already. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you don't think you're going to be alive when that happens. Oh, man. Then nobody can get away with <laughs> You know the show, How to Get Away with Murder? Right. Ain't nobody getting away we're with murder. We're quarter way through this century. Ain't nobody we're getting away. We're technically in the roaring 20s. Look what came out of the previous roaring 20s. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. That's true. You really don't think we're going to reach that point? But it's like, it, it makes you think, though. You know, where, where, okay, one, where are they, where do they come from? Mm -hmm. And B, if we have all these documents and da, 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 why aren't they interacting with us? It almost feels like they're surveying us. Yes. Yeah, ever since they started like. documenting, there's multiple uh, uh, instances. I remember those one point where. Uh, he was showing the the video of the the triangles, 
I, I, I swear people are going to start calling them the triangles now. <laughs> but the reason this. why they came up the shape of triangles, because, you know, they got to explain everything away. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't leave any room for skepticism. Mm -hmm. So in their explanation, the reason why those objects in the sky appeared as triangles was because of the the way the night vision, the reflection, uh, the night vision processes the reflection of whatever object that is. Uh, and it okay. alters it, giving it the shape of the triangle. Triangle, okay. But that's not the first time we've seen that triangle thing. But they, they dubbed it a uh, weather balloon or a... Um... A plane, a plane or, or a hot air balloon. But here's the thing. Within the, what was it, the last 400 or 150? I want to say 400. I'm going to say 400. Okay. Because in total it was 400. Okay. Within the past 10 years, the 150 claims, only one has been explained as a weather balloon. Wow. Think about it. The U.S. is like top tier in surveillance, reconnaissance, spying, technology, all that shit. Mm -hmm. And you only explained one encounter as a weather balloon? So they're hiding the rest. Come on, bro. Yeah, I know. Come on, man. I know. And then, like I said, um, the diehards are the ones that actually did their research, know what's going on, but can't say anything, or they're dubbed as crazy. Oh, you're dubbed as crazy. It's yeah. easy to just crazy it away. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to it's just like crazy it's like it's away. easier to to try to explain it in a scientific sense instead of saying it's a miracle. And and that also like okay, so now let's say these these people do visit like what happens like what happens next? Like do you help us? Like me personally, I think we're going to be aggressive as fuck. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we perceive anything that is right. th that doesn't as a threat uh, that doesn't seem human as a threat. Mm -hmm. So our re we're already going to be in DEFCON four as soon as we see something like, like that. Especially if we don't know what if they come and they look exactly like us, right. but they have gills on their neck. That'll be weird. I know because a lot be... of things have to go right for you to but look human. What I'm saying is, but th that's what I'm saying. It, 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 and like I said. Delving into the, the, the third bullet point, which is our depiction of aliens in movies, it's like Superman. That man's from how many galaxies far away, but he comes all the way to Earth and he looks exactly like us, functions like us, can have kids like us, stands like a human being. The only difference is his mass, body mass index is way heavier than ours because mm -hmm. of the planet that he mm -hmm. was on, which is why he can fly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like you said, a lot of things needs to go right. But it's like, okay. Because, like, if you can make... Because me, I, I believe when we're visited... <laughs> when? <laughs> when they reveal themselves to us, they're not going to be organic life forms. But my counter argument to that is <clears throat> space is not friendly to technology. Gotcha. Microwave radiation. Why, why do you say that? Background microwave radiation. Oh, uh, okay. Any and everything that can any kill and us. Ev literally any and everything. You see what I'm saying? It's harder for biological life to mm -hmm. travel through space, but it's not easy for technology. Technology. You see what I'm saying? Now, if they did make that trek across space, just know nothing we do will stop them if they're aggressive. That's true. We can try. You literally made it across the most dangerous thing. In Not existence. even that. You figured out gravity 
and then we're able to bend. You, you figured bend out bend space time faster to get, than light travel. Yep. You figured out uh, uh, gravity. Mm-hmm. You figured out everything. Everything. Yeah, because if you figure out gravity, you figure out everything. You're bending space time just to get here. You're like you're doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. You know, so look at our reaction to. Like, the fact that we already claim it as a national security, because mm-hmm. it is a national security. Well, of course. Because we don't know what it is, it can. It's a national, yeah. It can be a national security, yeah, especially if they're assuming that it's an enemy state. Right. That's why they're saying, um, also in their interview, they're saying, is or can you confirm that it is a UAP and not an enemy with an unknown technology that we don't know about? And they said, yeah, we can confirm that it's not, a, that it's not an enemy Because the only state. reason why <clears throat> is... Yeah, there's no judgment. Look at the form factor. There's, there's no, no propulsion, propulsion system. There was, it was no unmanned. Wings, there was, it was unmanned, unmanned. No windows. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And it literally went from point A to point B in two seconds. My goodness. What was it? 04? <clears throat> the pill? Everyone loves talking about the pill. I love the pill. Because that's like the best example of like, man, that's pretty crazy. Or like the two fighter pilots were headed to their um, uh, reconnaissance point. Mm-hmm. Their, their meetup point. And they start tracking this pill, flying like hypersonic. And they're trying to catch up to it. At hypersonic speeds. You you hear hypersonic missiles, hypersonic this, hypersonic mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And you see the effort we have to put in. Like when you see those hypersonic uh, uh, rails, mm-hmm. those tests, need insane amounts of thrust. Even Even slowing it down by 20, you still can't see it. You still can't see it. So, and then on top of that, it's like you have air resistance. So I'm saying the faster you go, the more air becomes like more of a solid Mm -hmm. because you're uh, crushing the air molecules in front of you and it becomes, it's like air is just a lighter water, a more fluid water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... Once you travel at a certain speed, you're going to hit that wall of air. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see that whole, the, the, the sonic boom, you know. Um, when you're going hypersonic, like, that's not, no human is, is capable of, of doing that. Of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the maneuvers they're doing defy physics. Yeah, because it literally went in front of them, disappeared, went right behind them, and then passed them. Yeah, it, 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 it was tracking them, it was following them. Then it, z- then it fell into the water. It dropped almost half a mile into the water in a split second. Mm-hmm. Disappears under the water. These people continue flying to their, their meetup point, their meeting point. And then they find the pill is at their meetup point. And then it leaves. And then it leaves. That's crazy. That's crazy. And it's two, and it was three, three no, or four no, no, witnesses. The, uh, it was two, two witnesses. Yeah. Okay. It was two witnesses. Two witnesses. So and they were the, tracking it with their infrared, their little <laughs> radar, and, and they just couldn't catch up to it. They couldn't catch up to it. They caught it, and they just couldn't catch up to it. And the the maneuver, because when you think about hypersonics, right? Only thing it's good for is traveling in a straight line. Mm-hmm. If you're going that fast and you decide to make a left turn, you're blowing up. <laughs> yeah. That's you're true. blowing up. That's true. You want to make a left turn, you're blowing up. Straight lines and arcs. That's it. That's all you're doing. You see what I'm saying? But these things are barreling, tumbling, elevating, descending, falling through water. Like, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. 
You see what I'm saying? But that's the thing. It without wings, crazy. without propulsion. Yeah, it sounds crazy. And it's unmanned. And it's unmanned. You know or so we know of because so they, they can't they, they their our technology is not that to the point. Yeah, if you're if you're capable of doing that, I don't think you need Windows. <laughs> <laughs> if you're capable of doing that, yeah, pull, I don't think you pull need a Windows, lost in bro. space where you just use the yeah you know the what I'm digital display. I really don't think you need Windows. All right, yeah, but the, like I said, this is this is a, a topic to be, this is a conversation to be had because like I said, it's like it's it's happening and and the question is, are we paying attention to it? And yeah. then. To prepare people for it when it does happen is what Congress is doing right now. The DOD is doing right now. Twenty thirty-five is his prediction. Is my prediction. It's not. That's not what's gonna. That's not when it's gonna happen. The earliest, maybe twenty thirty. All right. So this is this is this is a little. This is a little different from um, what we've been talking about. But my third point was, um, our realistic depictions of aliens in movies. I understand we as human beings see anything that we don't. Here, here's, oh, let me see. Oh no, no, no. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I know we as human beings um, depict um, most in all aliens as threats. So, my question to you is, why do we depict them as these complex, dangerous creatures that all they want to do is either destroy or take over humanity? Because. We put ourselves in aliens. The we dumb the aliens down to a point where they're as dumb as us. Gotcha. Basic hunting and resources. It's always based <laughs> off of resources. War of the worlds. Always based <laughs> off. Of, and 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 that's Skyline. where it comes. You're right. And that's where it comes into like the whole Kardashev scale. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in that instance, where it's like, if you're that advanced, you're a robot whatever mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying your objective is self-replication proliferation mm -hmm. whatever right if you have all these capabilities to traverse the entire universe there are steps you need to reach before you achieve those capabilities mm -hmm. it's like even if we figure out space travel we still have to figure out self-sustainability yeah, yeah, that's true. You see what I'm saying? We need to eat. We need to breathe. We need to procreate. We need to whatever. Mm -hmm. We still have those. And then, and then on top of that, like when, when it comes back to the whole, we like to think aliens think like us because what do we do? We fight over resources. That's true. That's true. But in this infinite expanse, infinite. In, in reference to, in our frame of reference, the universe is infinite. Yeah. There's infinite resources. You see what I'm saying? So why would you go to a planet with life to siphon the resources? That's true. We're yeah. literally already talking about mining asteroids. Why are we going to go to a planet with life and destroy it for what? Rocks, water, minerals? that exists gold didn't come from earth it came from, from space from space we're made of what star stuff yep matter um what is it uh diamond didn't come from earth from space water from space you know what i'm saying we're basically what the unit we're made out we're of we're made of the universe we're, we're made that's why matter you know cannot saying? be created or destroyed only we're, transformed yeah you know what i'm saying same with energy you know so if that's your plot point in a movie for an alien which is you know 
uh, uh, resources. That's a dumb plot point. Well, it's like a Battle LA. They came to Earth because they needed their water. Why? <laughs> Mine a comet. Smash a comet into your planet. That's true. What do you want? That's true. Like, or, or Pacific Rim. Yeah. Where they opened a rip in the water. In the water. So they can um, uh, terraform their planet by getting... If you have the capabilities of terraforming, find a dead planet. There's plenty in the universe. There's plenty. Find a moon. Terraform one of Jupiter's moons. Oh, perfect example. Transformers. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, do something. Because, all right, let's 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 get into the Carter Chef scale real quick. And then we'll get back to the whole movies thing. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. So, Carter Chef scale was created, was designed in 1964 by Russian astrophysicist Nikolai Carter Chef, uh, who was looking for signs of extraterrestrial life within cosmic signals. It has three base classes, each with an energy disposal level, type 1, 10 to the 16th watts, uh, type 2, 10 to the 26 watts. This is the amount of energy we need to consume. Oh, uh, right. okay. Because okay. as we advance, we need more energy. More energy, yeah. Right. And uh, type 3 uh, with 10 to the 36 watts. Um, and other astronomers have extended the scale to type 4, 10 to the 46 watts, and type 5. Uh, the energy available to this kind of civilization would equal that to all of the energy available in not just our universe, but all the universes in all timelines. <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just saying God. You know. Um, these, addition, these additions consider both energy access as well as the amount of knowledge the civilizations have access to. Um, let's get to the point. A type 1 designation um, is a species who has been able to harness all the energy that is available from a neighboring star, gathering and storing it to meet the energy demands of a growing population. This means that we would need to boost our current energy production over 100,000 times to reach this status. Wow. However, being able to harness all Earth's energy would also mean that we could have control over all natural forces. We can control the weather. We can control the climate. We can control the tectonic plates. We can control everything. You mean God. But that's the thing. We're not there yet. We're nowhere near there yet. We're nowhere near there. We're nowhere near there yet. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <clears throat> even if a Type 1 had that capability, if you have that capability to do that for your own planet, you can do that for every planet. You don't need to go to a planet that's already teeming with life and da-da-da. That's true. Why, why go after a planet that's already populated when you can look for an empty one and just start anew? Because if you look at Lost in Space, what was their goal? To mm -hmm. go to that brand new planet that was mm -hmm. similar to Earth to restart all over again because mm -hmm. the resources of Earth were running out. Exactly. So that is, that is smart. See, that was, I can say that was literally the only show on Netflix that actually made sense where they actually were going to colonize another planet with nothing on it. With nothing? What was it? The one we just watched, right? Lost in Space. No, no. Oh, yeah, Lost in Space. But what was the other one? It's on HBO Max. Oh, you're talking about... um. 
How do we forget? Keep forgetting that show. That I keep wanting to call it Aliens, <laughs> <laughs> because of because of Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, but uh, like going off of that. So it's like you think about it. I, I lost my train of thought. Hold on. Like you think about um, the Kardashev scale. You have this ability to terraform your planet. You know, why would you need to? Oh, that's where I was Raised going. by wolves. Raised by wolves. Raised there we by go. wolves. There we go. But it's like, I know I'm hopping all over the place, but going back to the whole where I said, maybe they're doing reconnaissance, right? Because if you're that advanced, you understand how to control your own life. Mm-hmm. You understand how to control your lifespan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, with the one all vaccine. Yeah. yeah, that can cure everything right. instead of taking separate Once we, we cure the human condition, which is the end of the human condition, which is not death, but the quality of life mm-hmm. and extend life expectancy. Which is why you go back in the Bible and people were living, people like living like four, hundreds yeah, of years. Like four, uh, four to nine hundred years. Seven hundred years. Yeah. Well, how old was uh, uh, not Moses, Noah? Noah was like 600 something years old and then he finished building the ark when he was 700 or something that's 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 one of the crazy things to me too like um when you depict when you depict certain um certain scriptures from the bible like when everybody spoke the same language Mm -hmm. and the language was separated by the heavens Mm -hmm. and it's like if you put that in um english english look at english google translate but that's what i'm saying (laughs) so it's like what if the aliens wait let me hold you off on that (laughs) bro in 80 years gonna be like you speak google (laughs) 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 you you speak google Bro, no, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 but it's like, um, it's like, um, angels were depicted as these majestic beings, which, uh, in terms, could have been aliens, or the fact that the one per the language that they all spoke because they were trying to reach the mm-hmm. heavens, but they separated language so they couldn't build mm-hmm. that tall ladder, mm-hmm. could also have been a depiction Was of the Tower of Babylon. Exactly, the Tower yeah. of Babylon, which could also be depicted as, um, they're them trying to reach a ship or something like that. But that's what I'm saying. If you modernize it or think about it in a more complex way, yeah, think about it more modern, like even the accurate depictions of angels. Exactly, accurate, not humans, arms, hands, head with mm-hmm. wings. No, 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 actual accurate. depiction of angels. They almost look ex not almost. They look extraterrestrial. Godlike. And that's they why look yeah. That's you know how come whoa, if you see supernatural, they couldn't stare at them because their eyes would burn their out. Eyes because they're burn. just towering beams of light. Yeah. Which when yeah. when when um when um when they make a alien movies when the light is beaming on them, all you see is that glow. The halo, the, the glow. Ha- yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, there's different interpretations of what aliens are like and that that, like you said there's always truth to what there's always some truth to what you read in historical texts and or books so it's like that's how human beings back in the day perceived whatever they were looking at so it's like could that have been it it could have that's the thing because you say observe because when you said observing that popped in my head they've just been observing this long and just seeing how we evolve as humans right so uh, uh, finishing off the, the, the whole lifespan point. Yeah. Let's say we improve our lifespan. Which is starting to happen again. Right. So we improve our lifespan. <clears throat> we increase our lifespan. That allows us to achieve a lot more things. Ideas can mm-hmm. now 
transition to generations a lot more clearly yep. because we live longer. longer. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? There is no lost history because we live longer. Yep. So now the 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 where you look at it today where we have this void century, the dark ages that of hurts lost of lost discoveries. That hurts my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone the in the library that of Alexandria. Alexandria. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of these ancient technologies, these lost, uh, uh, you know, Texas. Yeah, texts and ways of life mm -hmm. are gone because the life expectancy wasn't that long. No, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And people who were discovering these things were living till like 50. Which and, is why they wrote it down. Right. Or, or what was it? Uh, Galileo. Yep. It took a hundred years after this man died to realize for people to accept the fact that the, the sun, the, the, the earth, earth was not in the center in of, of the universe. That's mind blowing. That's mind blowing for you real. You see what I'm saying? But because of that, now we're increasing our life expectancy. Those, these discoveries, these ways of life, these understandings can transfer generations a lot more yeah. seamlessly. Yeah. But going back to the whole reconnaissance thing, mm -hmm. what if this is the same alien race or these same people from the beginning? From the beginning, that from the seventies, right? Because mm -hmm. if you think about it in a cosmic time scale, for them. Like, ooh, here's a good example in terms of cosmic time scale, right? So let's say you go outside, you go to mow your grass, mm -hmm. and you see a little ant pile, right? And then you see, what, 200 ants? Okay, an ant lives a max, what, two, three days? Yep. I don't know how long an ant lives, mm -hmm. but, you know, I'll just say an ant lives max two, three days. Right, so you go outside, you see this little ant pile. You go inside, you come back a, maybe two or three days later. What's happened? The ant lifespan of an ant can be anywhere from a few weeks to 15 years. That's dummy. Let me not use an ant then. <laughs> use a fly. Use a Let's fly. Use a fly. So they but, an, uh, but a fly doesn't really build nothing. You see what I'm saying? When All right, let hours. me just expand my time scale then. Okay, <laughs> okay, 15 years. We'll use a few weeks. Okay. So let's say you go out to your, your yard. You see a little ant pile. Okay. There's like 300, 400 ants, right? And they're building this little ant pile. And then you go inside, and then two weeks later you come back out. Those ants that built the, the, the beginning pile are now all gone. And now it's the second generation of ants. Yeah. And this ant pile is a lot bigger. On your time scale, man, they built that ant pile pretty quick. But in their time scale, it felt longer. It was a lifetime. Wow. It was lifetimes. Nobody thinks about it like that. It was lifetimes. So they could be observing us in terms of... Uh, of our in terms of their time scale like look at how advanced these little things are becoming you know or they're probably gauging us to see how violent or or uh, uh, uh intelligent we are yeah you know what i'm saying are we worth saving well you're gonna <laughs> save the empire what what happens when you when you go and try to mess with the empire? What do they do? They're gonna attack. They're gonna attack yeah. you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To them, you're the aggressor. You're the aggressor. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, like when you look at that, if you look at on a cosmic time scale, 
this could we could be having the same encounter with the same since the beginning of since time. the beginning of time yeah because what was it if you look at human history on a time scale if you had humanity spread out over 12 i mean the existence of the universe spread out over 12 months humanity existed for like a blip a wink point zero 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 three a seconds. grain of sand yeah you know what i'm saying but now for someone who has a longer lifespan lifespan a longer cosmological time it scale, means nothing to them it means nothing to them so we have to reach a point where our existence matches the cosmological time scale mm, i got you yes we're advancing but not as fast as we because understand all the knowledge already exists in the universe of course the universe is it's just trying to discover it right you know what i'm saying we're not creating anything new it already exists we're it's just, just finding more we're energy. harnessing right what is already what already exists what already exists yeah and they could just be further along on that time scale gotcha i see what you're saying you know so when it comes to stuff like that, it's not like, oh, these are multiple encounters and space is teeming with life and everyone's fine. No, they could have probably just found us and they're like, man, we finally found another life. We've been searching for eons and we finally found another life. Let's not disturb them. Let's observe them. Let's observe Perfect them. Perfect example. Star Trek into the uh, into darkness. Into darkness. When they were observing that civilizations that only that own, that was using sticks, the, the, they were the dinosaur civilization, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. Right. And then the they clubs. said, "Do not disturb them. Mm -hmm. We're just supposed to be observing." What did the captain end up doing? He ended up jumping into the ship, and he dropped a piece of tech or it, something like that. No, no, no. They saw the ship come out the water. Oh, so their new god was, was the, the ship. ship. It changed their entire course of history. Exactly. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So these gods we were worshiping back in the day, you know, not just biblically, but these other gods we were worshiping. You see what I'm saying? It could have been the same as that example that J.J. Abram used in exactly. his third movie. They could have came, visited us, and be like, oh, man, we fucked up. We changed their entire course of history. And that's what happened. That's probably what happened. Right. They got discovered. They fucked up. So it... it Theoretically, the Bible became that history because that's what humanity back in the day followed. Right. So now it's just stories, but there's always truth to those stories. Always. It just depends on how the human being depicts it. Exactly. Okay, that it's makes sense. It's always about interpretation. And because we don't live long, yeah. we interpret the stories how we interpret them, and yeah. then we pass those stories. And, of course, it's a game of generational telephone. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But now we're starting to live long. We we literally went from 45 years old. And because we're living longer, we understand more. Exactly. We have more time to discover more things and understand our place in the universe. You know? So, I do believe there are other beings. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. In this vast right. universe. Right. In the same... Multiple galaxies. Exactly. Come on. In the, in the same precautions we take... They're taking know, too. They take as well. Yeah, they take like these these untouched civilizations on on planet Earth, these isolated civilizations. Yeah. That have Why never, do you think we just observe and not touch? We observe and not touch. Exactly. We don't, we don't introduce want. any new pathogens to them. Yeah. We don't introduce any new technology to them. You see what I'm saying? Because 
one, that's a way you can witness true human evolution. Yeah. And two, you don't want to, whatever they had going there, you don't want to mess that up. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like maybe they're waiting for a point where they feel time. like we'll be prepared. We'll be prepared. But that's like, when do you feel an ant is prepared You never to communicate with humans? <laughs> you know what Unless man? you pull an Ant-Man and create like, a device to have right, that conversation you know with like, them. Exactly. At what point do you feel an ant is is complex enough? Especially on a universal time scale. How long is that going to take? But yeah. to them, that's, that's, a, a, that's blink a blink of an eye. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? What was it? Uh, the whole time scale thing. With uh, Seven Deadly Sins. When uh, King and Diana. Diana the Giant king was like the fairy king the fairy king yeah he was crowned the new and fairy king. they uh they were in love and uh they traveled the world together and they met this they stumbled across a small little village and became friends with a man and his family mm-hmm. and they grew up with this man since he was a kid and they knew him and then one day they went back to their home in the mountains and they went to sleep when they woke up they stepped outside they go and they see the man I know and his about. family yeah. with his wife standing there. And they ask him, oh, how have you been? You know, uh, uh, he you says, you're talking him. about my grandfather. He's like, you're talking about my great grandfather. Their sleep was a blip of an eye. It was a regular sleep. That was a regular sleep. For them. But for, for everybody else, it was 50, 60 years. Oh, no, 100 years. It was three years. generations. Yeah, yeah. It was three generations. 300 years. So that's, yeah, that's so crazy. And that, I, okay, I understand what you mean. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, it, it really, there, there's so many avenues you can look at it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to to this, I think we're halfway there ready mm-hmm. to know the truth. Which is why you're saying by 2035 is your prediction right. that right. we should... Because even by then, we'll have the technology to back up those claims. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, hey, look at what we're able to do. You see what I'm saying? Look at what we're... Because it's just impossible. Like, for us to break down the the mechanics of the universe and then use that to advance ourselves, and then something else doesn't do that. Exactly. Or maybe something else was there... Oh, prime example. Look at the dinosaurs. Yeah. Do you think they that were they... here for eons, for years? I mean, like hundreds of millions of years. Do we you... haven't even lived one percent of the time the dinosaurs. But what I'm saying is, do you think they were like a beta test? <laughs> um, I don't want to say it like no, that. No, I feel it. I feel it. But it's like, yeah, we put these creatures here. So we can see how they evolved, but they're still animalistic. They still eat people. I mean, eat things. They are. They still crap everywhere. They just have kids. They basic animal instincts. Right. Because, like they said, the carbon, the carbonate, the carbon, um, carbon dating, the carbon dating levels of the Earth were higher back in the day. Than oh, the carbon levels. Oh, the carbon yeah, yeah, levels yeah. were super high. So no human being would, of course, be able to live. Um, but they were. That's why the trees were huge. That's why the trees were huge. The cockroaches were huge. The everything everything was, was big. You see what I'm saying? So car- and we're carbon based life forms. Exactly. Which is wrong. Okay. So that, that's what I'm saying. Do you think it, they were the beta test, but it did not work? So they tried again. 
That's a theory. I'm not saying this is a this is based off fact or anything like that. Do you think they tried with their, they, they or they just observed them first? Nothing happened. That's a good question. Then, then the human. It kind of makes me think. What did Mars look like at the time? Because remember, Mars was green during the filled time with, filled with water. Yeah. yeah, during the time of the dinosaurs. Yeah, like those millions of years, Mars was a lush planet. So, like, was the same incident that wiped the dinosaurs? Is that what created what wiped out Mars? You see what I'm saying? There, there's like. In a so, single event that messed up Mars, messed up Venus, mm-hmm. messed up Earth, wiped out life on Earth but what was around it? the same time. See, that, that that's where it goes into um, uh, theory, crazy theory, right. where you're saying, <laughs> well, Venus failed, Mars failed, but Earth... Was it could have been a three-planet system. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? Let's plant the seeds and see who right. grows. Right. Like, grew. what okay. do they always call Venus? Earth's sister, right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So around that time, that's when Venus had its triggered its oh, what runaway greenhouse effect or whatever. I believe so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's around the time Mars's lakes dried up, its atmosphere was obliterated. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just right. telling you what I see. All right, all right, all right. Just telling you what I see. Well, that's crazy. But um, do you have anything else? Just, I mean, it's just crazy the direction we as human beings are going and what we're witnessing during this lifetime. I didn't <laughs> think I'd be alive for this. It's a, it's a great time to be alive. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Because we're not at the end result and we're not... We're not real. Uh, we could say we're at the beginning. Yeah. Because at the turn of the century, you know what I'm saying? That's when we had like delusions of grandeur. Huh. But no, yeah. Do you have any? Um, no, I'm just, for me, it's it's just, it's different. It's something mm-hmm. new because I'm used to everyday life and you don't think, and then sometimes I do watch, I do watch, I do dabble in, in, in trying to figure out how this universe works. There's and, more to everything, man. Of course. There's everything is not just a bubble. I know mm-hmm. there's more out there. I know. I mean, you look at the, I was driving to work the other day and you're looking at, I'm looking at the moon. And I'm like, man, this perfect circle, this spherical beauty that's just there is there. An for, infinite void of space. Yeah. Infinite it's, of nothing. Exactly. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to give y'all an existential crisis. So. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that again. No, but but it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. It is, but it's uh, fun to think about. It is, it is. But do you have any uh, last words? Um, I honestly hope uh, maybe a few years down the line. I'm super excited for the whole James Webb Space Telescope. Oh yeah, definitely, especially Once, to find out what. Yeah, because we're barely getting like the first images of like ancient galaxies and stuff. Do you think they will be able to get to the nothingness? What do you mean? The beginning. Before. Well, our observable universe is only 14 billion light years. So if there's more universe after that, we have no idea. Gotcha. We have no idea. Because even then, you can see huge clusters of galaxies in those ancient... Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, it's just a point where we just can't see past that. I gotcha. But go ahead and continue. Finish your thought. But, uh... Yeah, man, like it's 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 fun to think about, you know, 
it's fun to think about how looking for higher beings, other beings, really kind of transforms, you know, our beliefs, how mm-hmm. we move through life. Of course, it, it changes the, the human ideal. It, it, it really shows us that... We, Gives you a sense of purpose. It, it does. On top of that, it takes us out of that bubble that we've been in mm-hmm. for our entire lives or our, our entire observable existence. Right. I feel like modern history is just like... It's just the blueprint for us understanding how systems work, mastering those systems, and then pursuing our true purpose in the cosmos. Gotcha. gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Once we've mastered harvesting resources, mm-hmm. once we've mastered technology, health, you essentially unlock... Gravity. You unlock the human limit. You know, you yeah. unlock so much more, a higher purpose than a nine-to-five. Yeah, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. I agree. And I think that's why people, when they're watching... Um, uh, Star Trek and all these um, exploratory uh, films, videos, biographies, documentaries, they're ready for that because right. it's like a lot of people, that's how come when Avatar came out, they're like, I'm tired of Earth. I want to go live on Naviv. I want to go live on Naviv. Yeah. You have this yearning for... For an escape. An like escape. you said, a purpose. a purpose. You want to go somewhere besides everywhere you've been. Exactly. So you feel alone. Yeah. Collectively, humanity feels alone. Yeah, and we want a higher purpose. Yeah, and like you, know you said, saying? death yeah. is not our purpose. We want a bigger purpose than just death. I agree. You know, I agree. So that's what I'm gonna leave leave off on. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys for joining us today on. Thank this. you, thank you. I know we delved into some. Uh, conspiracy yep yep we tried a little glimpse of the chaos that i think about sometimes (laughs) 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 but uh thank you guys for joining us at the tabletop again thank you i am jeff and i'm jeff and we're both signing off thank you guys appreciate it